0: Section twenty two of The Cloister and the Hearth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Cloister and the Hearth by Charles Reed. Chapter twenty two. The effect was so sudden and magical that the shooter himself was stupefied for an instant. Then he hailed his companions to join him in effecting the capture, and himself set off up the hill. but ere he had got half way, uprose the figure of Martin Wittenhagen with a bent bow in his hand. Eric Woverman no sooner saw him in this attitude than he darted behind a tree and made himself as small as possible. Martin's skill with that weapon was well known, and the slain dog was a keen reminder of it overman peered round the bark cautiously there was the arrow's point still aimed at him he saw it shine he dared not move from his shelter when he had been at peep ho some minutes his companions came up in great force then with a scornful laugh martin vanished and presently was heard to ride off on the mule all the men ran up together the high ground commanded a view of a narrow but almost interminable glade they saw gerard and margaret running along at a prodigious distance they looked like gnats and martin galloping after them ventre the hunters were outwitted as well as outrun a few words will explain martin's conduct we arrive at causes by noting coincidences yet now and then coincidences are deceitful as we have all seen a hare tumble over a briar just as the gun went off and so raise expectations then dash them to earth by scudding away untouched so the burgomaster's mule put her foot in a rabbit hole at or about the time the crossbow bolt whizzed innocuous over her head she fell and threw both her riders Gerard caught Margaret, but was carried down by her weight and impetus. And, behold, the soil was strewed with dramatis personae. The docile mule was up again directly and stood trembling. Martin was next, and looking round saw there was but one in pursuit. On this he made the young lovers fly on foot, while he checked the enemy, as I have recorded he now galloped after his companions and when after a long race he caught them he instantly put gerard and margaret on the mule and ran by their side till his breath failed then took his turn to ride and so in rotation thus the runner was always fresh and long ere they relaxed their speed all sound and trace of them was hopelessly lost to dirick and his men These latter went crestfallen back to look after their chief and their winged bloodhound. End of section twenty two. Recording by John Brandon.